Heyo, my name is Haley. I'm a wife, boy mom, event planner, type A, Enneagram 3 introvert who extroverts well. I also secretly like breaking rules and I'll dance no matter what if I hear Beyonce. I'm a bit of a jump in and then figure it out later sort of a person. I have a story and I bet you do too. Jesus has been rocking my life since I was 17. He's truly taken the brokenness of my past and turned it into beauty and I cannot wait to unpack all of it with you. My purpose is to help other women who are hurting or numb to obtain, retain, and amplify their God-given wings. He wants to make beauty from your brokenness too. Will you let him? Well, hello there. I hope that today finds you doing well and healthy and at peace. It's been a while since I've recorded an episode on the podcast. I really go through what I'll call sponge mode some of the time is when I feel like I'm really just reading and absorbing and writing lots of ideas down in my journal. And then I go back into share mode where I get to share all of the wisdom with everyone around me. And I really enjoy both phases, but I get really excited about sharing what I've learned because I know that wisdom from God is something that was never meant to be kept to ourselves. We are supposed to share it with those that we love and you are that to me. So I'm really excited for today and I hope that these words of mine reach you and they reach right into your heart and they meet you exactly where you are in life with exactly what you need to hear in order to improve your life. So I recently attended, it's called Forging Diamonds. And let me tell you what a cool thing. It's part of a 12-week coaching program. I'm doing it with Jenny Donnelly and her Tetelestai Ministries team. The kickoff for the 12-week coaching program is a retreat at their headquarters, a really cool retreat center near Portland. So I just got back from that. I was on a high for weeks leading up to it. It's just, it's mind, body, spirit. You basically get a reset in all three of those areas. I was going there just really excited to learn more about my future. I have tons of ideas and tons of dreams when it comes to a future in the mission field of God's kingdom. And I was, like I said, I was really excited to go there and learn more about it. But I will say it was not what I was expecting. (laughs) So I got there on the first day, bright eyed and bushy tailed. And, you know, we piled our big suitcases into our bedrooms. We had bunk beds in our bedrooms and multiple roommates. And we had this, you know, action packed day. And at one point in time, we received a prophecy over our lives. So that's when someone speaks encouragement to you. And sometimes they will know things, you know, that you haven't necessarily told them about your life and about your future. And it's really exciting. I've received a few that are super exciting and encouraging. And so I went into this, you know, with my notebook ready and ready to hear what it was that I was going to do to save the world. I'm kind of kidding, but kind of not. I I have a group of girlfriends and we've been talking for many years about doing ministry. And so I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm waiting. And I want to hear all the details and God, I'm here. So go ahead and tell me. The prophecy everyone received was really neat, very powerful, lots of revivalists, future revivalists in the room and just such big things and big churches being built and really cool things that a lot of the people in this group of mine, this coaching group received. And when it got to be my turn, you know, I closed my eyes and I sat back and listened and we delved only into my past. I heard words that described my past perfectly. I grew up with some struggles. I went through a phase, don't we all? But God and I really went back to some of the darkest times in my life involving relationships that I have truly 100% forgiven, you know, the wrongdoings of. There are many relationships in my life um, that I've had to work through forgiveness over. And I really can say with 100% certainty that I have forgiven. There's absolutely no bitterness in my heart. So 
to hear these words where he was basically saying, I see darkness. I see the sadness that you had. I see the relationships that you've struggled with. At one point he said, you have been so tired trying to save everyone else in your life that you have worn yourself out. You're worn out. And there were compliments in the mix. Like you've been Wonder Woman for people and and that's wonderful. But because of all this, you're exhausted and it's time to be Wonder Woman for yourself. And this was the line that really stuck with me and this might resonate with some of you too. He said, you do not know how to receive because people have always only taken from you. You do not know how to receive because people have been taking from you. And I'm not going to lie. I went to my room and I cried my eyes out. I thought, that's it. I didn't come here to process this. I'm packing up and I'm heading back to <laughs> Minneapolis and that'll be the end of that. Or option two is I'll just I'll, I'll just shut down the whole time that I'm here and people won't know it because I'm, I'm pretty good at at acting like I'm fine, but mentally I can just check out because this wasn't the experience I was hoping for. It'll be so-so and then I'll go back home. And you know what happened? I went to my bunk and I remember I was crying. I was missing dinner on night one. You know, such a shame. And a few things went through my head. It was, why is this so hard right now? Well, I'll tell you, it was because normally I would go home and isolate if I was feeling crummy. I would call people that know me well and whom I know would make me feel better no matter what. I'd have a glass of wine. I would do whatever it took. I'd zone out with a TV show. And I heard God speak to me like, you don't have any of those things. So guess what? You're going to have to just rely on me. You're going to have to just talk to me. And let me tell you, God and I had some conversations. And I cried, and I told him how sad I was that I hadn't gotten to hear about my future. And I kicked my feet, and I really uncovered some pride. My pride was hurt. I had basically had my dirty laundry aired in front of a room full of strangers and not only strangers, but people that I, I really wanted to impress. I mean, these are future leaders in ministry. I had people waiting for me at home to tell them what I heard about our glorious future. I didn't want to let them down. And I also was so mad because I told God, like, I have worked through all this. Why are we going back here again? I don't want to go back here. In fact, aren't we supposed to strive for the future? Isn't that what you want us to do? You want us to not look behind and forge ahead, right? And you know, he said, there are a few things, and it was, it was so important. He just said, you cannot deliver others until you are fully delivered. And the part that I guess I was confused about in coming to that retreat was that I haven't been fully delivered. I thought, you know, forgive and forget. It's in the past. I worked through forgiveness, which, by the way, took years and was extremely hard. But I was through all that, right? You guys, I mean, I woke up that next morning and I told God, I'm going to put my big girl pants on and go back in to the ring. But you need to send me a friend. (laughs) And he did. I woke up the next morning and he sent me a friend. I immediately, at the coffee maker, which is the first thing I stop at in the morning, it was actually two feet outside my bedroom door, I immediately ran into someone who had had the exact same experience. She had been sad, crying in her room, ready to pack up her bags and go home. And just the reassurance that there was at least one other person feeling just like I had, maybe for different reasons, made me feel like I wasn't alone. And I instantly felt the weight lift 
And there I was again, ready, two feet on the ground, ready to run ahead. Sometimes the feeling of isolation alone can make us feel horrible because it really just took a couple words from my friend who was going through the same thing to make me feel like I'm not weird. I'm not broken. I didn't get this word from God because I don't belong here. Those are all such lies, you guys. And I was buying them. I was feeling them and letting them soak into my soul. I was crying them out. And I'm not a crier. I don't cry. And I was crying. I had texted my coach. Everybody has a coach at this thing. And I texted her. I said, I realize that I'm in a bad spot emotionally right now. And I do not want this to have an effect on the rest of my time here. I do not want it. So you're going to have to come talk to me. We're going to have to pray. Got to do something. So anyway, she had sent me a text back and that combined with this new friend of mine, understanding my heart, literally turned everything upside down. She gave the analogy of a bow and an arrow. She said, when you are about to forge ahead with God, when you're about to be slingshotted ahead, it sometimes feels like you're being pulled back first because God is pulling back the arrow and you are about to spring forward. Let that soak in for a second. When you're about to spring forward with God, and you're the arrow, by the way, it feels like you're being pulled back first because God is pulling you back, but it's because he wants to spring you forward. How profoundly those words affected me in that moment, I can't describe. She actually went on to talk to the whole group about this because my guess is there was more than just a couple of us feeling insecure for whatever reason. And the rest of my retreat was history. It was absolutely amazing. Holy Spirit filled fire like I have not experienced in a very long time. And so my point in telling you all of this is that God is going to pull us back. He's going to take us back for a second often in our lives. And I'm learning that his goal is not to harm us or to make us think of the bad memories. His goal is to rid us of all the hurt and of all the pain, even stuff that we are very not aware of. I'm very aware of my feelings and thoughts, and I was not aware of the amount of pain, the residual pain that was in me from a tough upbringing and just like hard times in relationships and depression. They like to say at this retreat, And I know you've probably heard this before, but they were saying the issues are in your tissues, (laughs) which was why we did a lot of body work. One of the elements of this thing was body work. I mean, we were holding our bodies in yoga positions and other positions till, you know, when you're doing a plank and your arms kind of start to shake after a while, we were holding these positions until we were shaking like leaves. And then they were talking us through some things. And let me tell you, the tears flowed out and Tears are absolutely pain being released. Your body shaking is pain being released. Your heart going back to those places to let God put his tender fingertips on them, that's healing. And that's all he wants to do. I have a theory that, of course, God can do whatever he wants to. But God is choosing to have it this way. So he will only fill us as far down as our tank will allow And so if your tank is full of garbage, if it's full of bad memories, especially unforgiveness, that's what needs to go first. That's a whole other episode. Even just residual pain. We talked a lot at the retreat about how everyone, everyone, you, me, and everyone has a layer of trauma. And what would cause trauma would knock your socks off. It it really 
doesn't have to be a crazy thing that happened when you were a little kid. It doesn't take much to create trauma. Having a baby is considered a traumatic event. Everyone has a layer of trauma that needs to be released. And until you allow God to literally reach in and scoop it out with his shovel, your tank is going to be at capacity. So the more he's able to shovel out, the more he's able to issue in the Holy Spirit and the words of knowledge and the wisdom and the faith and the revelation of Jesus being in us everything will grow the more we're willing to empty. But in order to empty, you got to turn around and look at it. That's all he wants you to do. Let me heal you, he says. Let's pray about it. Let's talk about it. There's this over here. There's this thing that you stuffed that you probably don't even know is there anymore. A lot of this for me is I stuffed these things down and my way of coping was to move forward with things that are good, even things that are God things, productivity, big idol in my life. I busy myself up with people. At this point in my life, it's healthy relationships. With healthy relationships, I busy myself up with church. I busy myself up with all sorts of things. I'm doing, 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 doing. And God says that's good. And I have lots more for you to do, by the way. Cool things that you could never imagine and that you should still ask for. But more importantly, I need you to receive. I need you to know that you're worth receiving. Let me ask you this right now. The most confident of confident people, my guess, are the ones who often have the biggest gaping holes that they may not even be aware of. For me, it's so easy to give grace to other people, no matter what they've done. I mean, I have a crazy past, so it's really easy for me to say like, oh yeah, been there, done that. I get how easy that is to fall into. Let me help you out of it. Let's get out of this. I can extend grace like no other. But you know who I can't extend grace to? Me. There was such a gaping hole in my heart where my worth in Christ was supposed to be that I had been filling with activities and ideas. And God just said, daughter, we're going to sit down and I'm going to fill you now because you're worth it. Because you're worthy to wear the crown. Because you're my daughter, not because you're doing good things or saying good things, or even praying good things. But you exist because I created you. And the only thing I created you for is to love and be loved by me. He takes delight in you. You're so wonderful just as you are. If you did nothing for the rest of your life, nothing, he would delight in you because of who you are. And until we fully embrace that we are loved by God and we're worthy I am worthy. We're going to miss out. We're going to miss out on all the treasures that he has for us just simply because our treasure chests aren't empty to receive them. You might be shocked. I mean, you should just try to say it out loud. I am worthy. Say it out loud. And say it until you believe it. You really can't get anywhere until you believe that you're worthy. They always said at this retreat, if there's unforgiveness, it's like a hairball that is truly stopping everything from flowing. So those are the two big things. I'm going to wrap it up and pray here, but just know you're so worthy. You're so loved and God wants to pour into you. He wants you to receive. Dear God, thank you so much for every single person that is listening to this right now. I pray that you touch a special place in their heart. I know there's a reason that you have them listening to this today. I know there's a nugget in there that they needed to hear. And I just pray that you would open their hearts to receiving it. 
that she would unveil anything that needs to be uncovered emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually, God, we want more of you. And we don't know how to empty ourselves out sometimes. We don't even know that we need to. So Holy Spirit, I pray that you would reach into the heart and mind of every single person listening to this and that you would reveal what they need to get rid of in the way that only you can, that you would do it gently, that you would love on them and that they would feel your tangible love throughout their day and as they work through this awesome journey with you. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks again for tuning in to Beauty from Brokenness. Do you know someone who could benefit from hearing this episode? I think we all do. You should know that your subscription, ratings, and review of this podcast will help us to reach more people for Christ. And that's what it's all about. Remember that you're worthy and have a wonderful day.